Hello, and welcome to the turbulent world of Middle East soccer, or Mid-East soccer podcast. I'm your host, James Dorsey. Two sets of U.S. government cables suggest that Iran hawks in and outside the Trump administration appear to have the upper hand, as European countries give hardliners a helping hand by attempting to force Iran to seek a diplomatic solution to a crisis that threatens to engulf the Middle East in yet another military conflict. Disclosure of the cables advocating a military strike, such as this month's killing of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani, coupled with the withdrawal of a U.S. State Department olive branch that was intended to reassure Iran about the Trump administration's intentions appear designed to persuade the Islamic Republic to back away from its strategy of gradual escalation. The strategy aims to engineer a situation in which a return to negotiations on the basis of the 2015 international agreement that curbed Iran's nuclear program is the only way to avoid an all-out war. The Trump administration withdrew from the accord in 2018 and has since imposed ever harsher economic sanctions on Iran. Hardliners in Washington believe Iran's accidental downing of a Ukrainian airliner that sparked anti-government protests days after millions of Iranians came out to mourn Mr. Soleimani's death in what Iranian leaders project as a rallying around the regime is a proof of concept of their approach. The hardliner strategy was spelled out in a series of unclassified memos sent by David Wormser, a close associate of John Bolton, while Mr. Bolton was serving as national security advisor to President Donald Trump. The memos projected a U.S. military operation on the scale of the killing of Mr. Soleimani as a way of destabilizing the government in Tehran. Mr. Wormser's advice was in line with proposals for destabilizing Iran presented to the White House by Mr. Bolton in the months before his appointment. Mr. Bolton was fired by Mr. Trump in September of last year. Iran has always been careful to execute its ambitions and aggressive aims incrementally to avoid Western reactions which depart from the expected. In contrast, where unexpected, rule-changing actions taking place against Iran, it would confuse the regime. It would need to scramble, Mr. Wormser wrote. Such a U.S. attack would rattle the delicate internal balance of forces and the control over them upon which the regime depends for stability and survival. Iranians would be both impressed and potentially encouraged by a targeted attack on symbols of repression, Mr. Wormser added. The leaking of Mr. Wormser's memos coincided with a cable from the State Department to U.S. diplomatic missions worldwide that walked back an instruction earlier this month by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo 
to limit contacts with Iranian opposition and exile groups in a bid to reassure Iran that the Trump administration was not seeking regime change in Tehran. The Pompeo cable seemed to be a first step at bridging the gulf of distrust between Washington and Tehran that makes a resolution of the two countries' differences all but impossible. Iran has long been convinced that regime change is the main driver of U.S. policy since the 1979 Islamic Revolution. Mr. Pompeo's instruction came on the heels of Mr. Trump's decision not to respond to Iranian missile attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq in retaliation for the killing of Mr. Soleimani. With the government in Tehran on the back foot as a result of the downing of the Ukrainian airliner and renewed anti-government protests, leaders of Britain, France, and Germany, co-signatories of the 2015 nuclear accord, appear to be buying into the strategy of the Washington hardliners. The Europeans, responding to Iran's gradual withdrawal from its commitments under the accord as part of its strategy of gradual escalation, this week triggered its dispute resolution mechanism that could put Iran's actions on the agenda of the United Nations Security Council and lead to a reimposition of international sanctions. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson further raised the stakes by telling the BBC that he would be willing to back an as yet non-existent proposal by Mr. Trump for a new agreement with Iran. If we are going to get rid of the nuclear accord, then we need a replacement, Mr. Johnson said. The proof will be in the pudding, whether the two-pronged stepping up of U.S. and European pressure on Iran will be sufficient to engineer a breakthrough in efforts to avert escalating tension and a return to the negotiating table. So far, Iran's response suggests tension may have to further escalate before parties, all of whom do not want an all-out war, pull back from the brink. In a first, Iranian President Hassan Rouhani, insisting that all foreign forces should leave the Middle East, warned in response to the European move and statements that British, French, and German troops may be in danger. Today, the American soldier is in danger. Tomorrow, the European soldier could be in danger, Mr. Rouhani told a cabinet meeting. Said a Western diplomat, spelling out European thinking, this allows us to buy time while making clear to Iran that they cannot continue on this path of non-compliance with no consequences. For now, it's a high-stakes poker bet on who blinks first. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. A written version of this podcast is on my blog, the turbulent world of Middle East soccer at midisoccer.blogspot.com. Please join me for my next podcast in the coming days. Best wishes and take care.